What's going on, y'all? It's Jared, the Lanyap Tech, giving you what you need of tech news and lab interviews. Today on the pod, we're going to be interviewing Mr. Bryce Vaughns. Um, he's an experienced system engineer. He has several years in multiple positions throughout the industry. Um, so I hope you enjoy the next edition to the Lamb Interview Podcast. So no further delay, let's go! Hello. What's going on, Mr. Bryce Bones? How's it going? Good, good. You hear me all right? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, everything is up. What's up? Yeah, he good. So, Mr. Bryce Bones, welcome to the Langyup Tech Podcast. Give me what you need to take news, and this part of a new Langyup interview session. Are you ready to answer some questions? Yes, I am. <laughs> all right, man people a little buy you about yourself a little background well uh born and raised New Orleans Louisiana you know you know uh graduated high school St. Augustine Purple Night oh lord here we go you Ooh. know purple also got my uh bachelor's degree at Dillard University Blue Devils HBCU what's your major then Computer science and business. Okay. And currently, I living in Houston, near uh, I guess we say like North area. Okay. So, uh, so what company do you work for? What do you do? What's your job title and uh, what you do Curr- day to day? Currently, I am a uh, system admin level three. Unix, Unix and Linux. I work for DXC, which was an offshoot up on the uh, HP. Did the split from HPE to HPI and uh, DXC, and there's another other uh, company that it, it broke off into. But uh, it's part of this big migration they did doing to finally like just separate everything. Uh, everyone would be responsible for their own finances and bills and. Uh, projects no longer HP would no longer, HPE would no longer fit the bill on any other other offshoots. Okay, so what do you do uh, since you're a Unix Linux engineer? Can you tell people? So you know, some people don't have a IT background like us. So tell people what you do like on a daily day to day basis. Um, well, you know, you have your meetings and your uh, your powwows on what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, but basically, it's um. We have the servers systems that set up, and most of them on old, uh, I guess you would say, third generation hardware. When they're trying to upgrade from their previous systems, adding new hardware like uh, terabytes. Some people, some people do terabytes. Uh, teraflops or pentaflops but that's usually for big storage databases but we usually do terabytes updating the sand switches um, software updates we mostly use red hat 
but a lot of these okay. archaic systems using Unix, which is no one's favorite to use. <laughs> what kind of what kind of Unix do you use? Uh, HP UX. It's the oh, offshoot of Unix. No one likes it. That's why they're trying to get it off. And for people who don't know why we use Linux, it's pretty much easy to use for old hardware, and it's less of a security issue. Okay. Uh, Windows, tons of holes and ways back doors to get in. Okay, so uh, what pushed you into IT? I was just trying to follow what was the thing that's gonna make you know the best market of, for jobs and you know pay. I had a couple of options, uh, but I ended up at uh, IT at the end. Okay, so. I know me, you go way back, uh, just to give people a little background, Mr. Bryce Vaughn's was my best man at my wedding, so that lets you know how far we go back. Go Further than that. What was that? Further than that. Yeah, we're going back to, what, kindergarten? Yes, sir. Kindergarten, yeah, all the way from kindergarten, we've been tight, so we go way back. So, uh, <laughs> I already know most of the answers to these questions, but, uh, when did you fall in love with technology? Um, officially, I would have to say when I got my first big role in tech, um, it would have to been at HP when we was working with uh, large scale customers like Microsoft being building server. Oh, nah, nah, I'm talking. I'm talking about way. I'm talking about way. I'm talking about like. No, no, I, I know. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to okay, it. Okay, okay. Because you know, at the most, it was academic. Uh, when we was in uh college, okay. so like, I did a uh, intern at Dillard. When I did a uh, maintenance on the computer room. Okay. And that kind of sparked my interest. But when I fully got into it, and I was like, yeah, this is what I should be doing, was when I, I started working at HP. Okay. I got you. Okay. So, since you've been in, how long how long, how long have you been in IT? Oh, man. Uh, since 99? Oh, it's been a while. And I did other, uh, I've done other jobs before I actually got my foot in the door at IT. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely paid my dues. Uh, I did UPS for three years. Uh, I was a bank, personal banker for a while. Uh, I did a lot of other jobs too that kind of didn't really just to hold me down, but I had to stay in and keep grinding, trying to you know find a way to get in. All right, that's, all, that's how you do it. All right, let's talk about that process. What, why you was working those jobs when you was working at UPS and bank and other uh, jobs? That well, you had. What, what, you, what kept you motivated to stay in IT even though you was working on other jobs in other industries? Well, for one, I paid all that money for a degree. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to be using this degree. Shout out to Salad Me. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, other thing was, uh, 
I had to I had to see it through. You know, I had to finish it. I had to at least see if I wanted to do it, if I liked it, before I even gave up on it. Okay. And, uh, I actually did uh, UPS just to pay the bills and survive. I was working that through my college years. Uh, okay. I don't know if a lot of people kind of understand what the the UPS game was, but it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely rough. Right, right. We, we, we don't need to go into that. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, since you've been in the IT field for so long, what was the coolest either technology or hack or type of software that you've seen that impressed you? Um... It had to be for the HP shows. They used to do these conference shows, and they'll uh, they'll come build their little demo prototype in the, uh, the factory, and they'll have people select group of people come work on it, and they give you the rundown on how it works and what what it did. But basically, it was a uh, it was a server setup, and it was totally digital. Uh, it had a keypad on it, so it wasn't no actually like manual mouse pad type keyboard setup. Mm-hmm. It would. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We back. Yeah, we have some technical difficulties, but we back. Yeah, I know you was talking about uh, what's the coolest thing you've seen technology. Yeah, what was the last? What was the last thing I said? He was talking about how they was doing an HP demo. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I was just saying that um, they had a little demo server where everything was uh, computer, kind of like interface graphic, uh, touchscreen. Uh, it had also had a little AI uh, okay. setup to where it can pretty much run itself. You just give it a couple of commands, and it was just like a machine that sells itself, selling, uh, getting away from manual operations of uh servers and computers oh, so and was, stepping into okay so it was ai so it was demo, demo ai yeah it was like a little small ai it was nothing big it was just that uh kind of like a alexa but wasn't really like okay i got man it's just like you know check uh storage you know commands like that check uh check memory look for this look for that Okay. All right, cool. So, since you've been in IT for so long, have there ever been any roadblocks or challenges that affected you during your career that, you know, that you could give people some insight in how you handle it? Uh, man, uh, I would say biggest one is getting known. Uh, not becoming that, uh, that guy that just worked there in uh, room 22 or something. You got a network, you know. Uh, it's all about who you know. Sometimes, uh, you know the right, yeah. <laughs> you know the right people. They can mention a name, and that might change the whole conversation. You know. Uh, another roadblock was uh, being minority. You know, uh, right, right, you gotta, right. Got to come out and prove yourself. You're right. not just, you know, some regular guy or the stereotypes <laughs> you actually have education smart speak um, 
speak through critical thinking. You can speak in public, you know, meetings or whatnot. Okay. All right. So, uh, since you're uh, a married guy. Yes, I am. Yeah. So, how do you handle your work-life balance with your career? Oh, man. Uh, it's so hard not to get in the schedule. And I hate schedules. But, uh, usually do every household is different but we usually like go to the gym after work uh, do like something like that uh, then we don't do it every day on oh, a weekday yeah. Yeah. so y'all go, to, y'all go to the gym together yeah not every time okay I, oh, I, I already know because you know they can't handle our workout routine <laughs> right. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. So, uh, yeah, we uh, we usually just go to the gym. Uh, kind of just talk for about you know an hour, then we go and do our own thing. You know, unwind still. Um, you know, she goes to bed earlier than I do. Of course, I, I usually stay up pretty late uh my cutoff is like about 2 a.m uh, sometimes i go a little bit earlier but okay. never been on the type to sleep a lot so it's kind of okay. like she gets up way earlier than me i work on a california schedule so uh i got you okay yeah you work on central time so i, I understand that completely all right so since you are a contractor that works for the gov- on a government contract. How do you feel? What is your like and dislikes to work for the working in the public arena in IT? Ooh, oh man, uh, big difference in public and private sector. Uh, bidding for government and private sector, uh, man, it's you really got to work as a team. In order to like get things done, like you just like uh, now, like cooperation. Look, talk like, talk talk about it as being just uh, working as a contractor for the government in general. How how is that? Because <laughs> I've done it <laughs> several times. Like, <laughs> and you just show up. Uh, you just do what you can do. You know, uh, <laughs> come in there. You have your tasks. You know, everyone's. Uh, looking to you to do your job. You have your meetings. You kind of just, you know, give your input. And shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some, yeah. For some people who, who never worked for the government uh, as a civilian or a contract employee, most times um, in the government arena, there uh, most of the jobs are done by contractors, and the government employees oversee it most of the time. Um, so for a contractor, usually the contractor makes the most money because they're doing most of the tasks. Um, but the issue about being a contractor is that they can cut you at any given moment. Um, it's nothing personal, it's just budgeting or project changes, exactly. Exactly, because uh, it it happened to me. Um, I was I got hired. Making a whole bunch of, I promise a, bu- a bunch load of money. They hired me on, and I was good. Two months in, they told me I had to let me go because of budget constraints. <laughs> yep. So, so 
working for working for the government as a contractor is good because you make a lot of money, but it's also no job security. So even though they may have the contract awarded for years to come, if they feel the need to cut you so they can keep making money on the contract, they will do so. So just keep that in mind whenever, whenever you're taking a contract job for the government. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm saying I know. I have have that ever happened to you? Yeah. Um. Um. Uh, actually, one of my first uh first roles, I was a hardware engineer. But lucky enough, they switched me to another role before uh, they found something for me, and that changed me to a diagnostic engineer. But it was just like you know a. Uh, things change, but we got another road for you. This road is not, it's not uh, good for our budgeting, and this road is kind of done. We're kind of on, on the end of this project, so. Oh, the the, con- the contract ran out of funding. Yeah, well, you know, it's like it's, the project was towards the end. Okay. So they get less funding when it's like not that much work to be done left. Okay, I got so it. They, they, quick on them budget cuts trying to save money okay yeah i, I understand you brother i understand <laughs> so, so so you were talking about being a person of color and uh working in it which i understand please but can you give um some people examples how working as a person of color in IT, how, how does it affect you? Or do you have any examples of how it affects you negatively? Uh, positively, it's a challenge. And I like, you know, most people I, I know and hang with, like, we people who like challenges. We have to prove ourselves. Uh, you definitely have to prove yourself as a minority any any uh, area of your career or different area of uh, profession right. but it definitely challenges you to you know step up don't be slacking because you may see someone else not doing half this work as you might do or they might not know anything don't even talk in meetings <laughs> right you know. right right we always get someone else to uh, come in and help out the work, take the credit. So you have to take all these things in in mind and then like still push through and saying, you know, I'm not going to use that as a crutch or excuse. Right. All right. So um, since you've been Nazi so long, how do you keep up with the ever-changing industry? Because you know, IT, they got things in six months to be obsolete. So how do you stay on top of the latest and greatest? Uh, actually, that's an interview question for a job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. I mean, that's a good point. It is. <laughs> Best way, and as a Linux administrator, uh, Linux don't really change. Um, it's, it is what it is. Uh, we have different versions now, and I keep up with the different versions. I download those free uh, OS online. Which I go play away and try it out. Which ones? Which ones do you use besides Red Hat? I mean, you already said Red Hat. What other Linux systems do you use? Uh, well, for the uh, 
for the customer or non uh, company or, or government. There's in Ubuntu. There's a uh, there's Linux Mint. There's uh, Linux Kali. That's for uh, that's the hacker version. Okay. Uh, there's there's a bunch of other little distributions that you can use and download and kind of just play with. Main thing in Linux is uh, you just gotta know your uh, your directory commands, and then from there, it's like the beginning. If you don't have those directory commands now, then you ain't gonna really know what you'll be able to do. Right, I agree. I understand that. I was, I was a Linux a Linux administrator in my old position. I understand that. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Hello. Hey. All right. Is that me? Is that me on my side? I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's my first time it happened to me in the video, but I, I edited it out. Um, okay. So to the next question, um, someone, someone you know wants to get into IT, what advice would you give them? Oh, man. Uh, in these days, you really just need a certification. Um, bachelor's or master's degree uh, if you really want to go high level just getting into it uh, go ahead and just get a certification save you some money if you want to go higher go ahead and go ahead and get that uh, that extra level of uh, education Uh, other thing would be uh, go ahead and learn all the new stuff Uh, there's uh, different ways you can go but at least know a little bit about everything because now I think now everything's starting to tie in each other. Uh, it used to be everything was departmentalized. Uh, right, right. Like you have, you know, your Windows uh, server uh, administrators, you got your Linux, you got uh, your DBs, your database uh, uh, managers, um, your network, but just the admins have to know pretty much all that. Right. So, go ahead and just you know dab in, learn. Go ahead and get your little home computer set up, or out these different uh, distributions. What go a, ahead, put what up, certi- the, uh, put what up cert- the directory. What certifications do you recommend from a, a Linux, a Linux, especially a Linux person? What do you recommend? For certifications. Oh, man. Uh, shoot, uh, Red Hat. Get, you get the Red Hat uh, administration. Every, every company is Red Hat. Uh, cybersecurity is another one. Uh, firewall. That's dealing with firewalls and uh, usually some kind of security policy you know, for that company. It's, it, it differs. Okay. Okay. All right. So you so you so you prefer users? You think that uh, certification? I wouldn't say it is better than degree, but it gets you more involved in the technology that you're taking a certification for, getting a training for, as opposed to a college degree. Yeah, uh, if you're just trying to get in the door and trying to, you know, if you wanted to say, let me try IT. And I know a lot of people aren't into getting student loans. (laughs) They've gone. 
since we've had it. Right. right. So, yeah, go ahead and uh, get your little certification. See if you like it. Okay. Want to move up? Go ahead and continue. You know, continue education. Okay. To grow. All right. So, besides your uh, your career in IT, what are the other passions that you are involved in? I know you got other websites and other things that you do. YouTube channel. Tell the people a little bit about that. Yeah, I have my own YouTube channel, All Eyes on Earth. Uh, I have uh, All Eyes on Earth, Twitter, and uh, Instagram. Uh, just current issues uh, in times, current world events, anything that goes on, I go on there and report. I got a couple of documentaries I created, small documentaries. Uh, I think the, at the most, it'll be like maybe like 20 or 30 minutes, but nothing too long. Uh, I have over 9,000 subscribers. Okay. Currently. That's what's up. That's what's up. And I usually update every week or every two weeks. Or if I just get something, something's like breaking in, I'll, I'll go ahead and update. Okay. What's your, what's your, what was your last topic? Um, oh, uh, talked about Jared Kushner. That was the last uh, little mini documentary I did. A little bit on his background, who he is. A lot of people don't really know too much about this guy. But he's involved in the peace process between Israel and Palestine. Uh, for you uh, people who believe in prophecy and end times, that's a big thing. Okay. Uh, definitely want to watch out for that. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh, the last before that just been um, little small things that's been happening around the world it's kind of actually been kind of quiet nothing really too big has been going on other than what recently uh Mark of the Beast uh Mark of the Beast is going on for the fact in Europe people are already getting microchipped biometrics required for jobs India is mandatory right I read a couple articles about that. Uh, that's crazy. I can't believe that's actually mandatory. Yeah. Yeah. I read a couple articles about that. Yeah. I'm gonna do podcasts about that. Um. Question: Why you? Why you doing these uh, YouTube um, channels and videos and stuff? What software you use? Are you using YouTube? Oh man, I, uh, I've tried a couple of different softwares. I first started off on something that was like uh, back in 2012, video editor free version and I moved up to uh, uh, it's called open shot okay open shot was pretty good another free software available on Windows and Linux um, and then I couldn't really edit like I wanted to uh, so I got another free one what was called a uh, shotcut I've been using that and I've tried Two paid versions, free demos. Uh, I've tried uh, DaVinci. What's called DaVinci Studios. DaVinci. Okay. DaVinci Resolve. That's what it's called. I like it, but it's very complex, and I need a powerful laptop for that one. So I kind of put that on one of my computers just to try out. Cyber is another one called Cyberlink. That yeah, I tried the free version. It looks pretty good. I just have to. Go how to use it 
Okay. And so since you have uh, 9,000 subscribers, what it what since you have a, a nice that's a nice size following that's pretty good so Thank you. are you making a, a lot of money because I'm trying to understand how people make money I understand how people make YouTube money but uh, is YouTube giving like once you meet a certain threshold like once you let's say you had a thousand and you bumped up to nine thousand does your payment and advertisement while people watch your videos increase uh well see that's the problem if this would have been three years ago it would have been real easy i probably had way more followers than that but um youtube has been cleaning up uh i have all the requirements i've applied a couple of times to have it monetized uh it took what about eight months to get a reply every time i replied it gets rejected on the monetization but I keep working because it's not really doing it for the money I'm just doing it because I love doing it you know but it would be nice to see some uh, return wait so I thought so you have to you have to get approved yes you have to get approved yep okay you can have all your criteria correct you can have the right amount of video time watched you can have uh, subscribers after that they have to submit and someone has to review and to see if you can get monetized. But don't they even even though you're not approved, but don't they still run ads while the people are watching your video? Um only if you set up for the uh, ad. It's called AdSense. If the ads that's gonna run on your channel. Uh, once you uh have that set up then once it gets monetized, they'll start running those ads on. Oh, right. So right now you don't have AdSense. No, I don't. If I have it set up, but I don't have it running because it's not monetized yet. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. That's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, the copyright uh, rules has gotten tighter. So it's, it's really kind of hard. A lot of people are moving towards patron. If you want to do a creative work, Following on Patreon, have them you know, support your work. Yeah. What is what, work. what is Patreon? What is that? Uh, it's like a a HUD where uh, it's kind of like for people who do like music or selling like on Spotify. I don't know if you're familiar with that, where you yeah, create yeah, your I'm own yeah. you create your own content and you offer. You go and set up your tiers, and each tier, however much you want to donate a month, however you want to donate, uh, you get a certain amount of uh, exclusive data or however you have your content set up. So a lot of these people get supported on a uh, Patreon, and they just run their, uh, their marketing, I guess, through you know, uh, social networks, Facebook. Okay. Twitter. I I never heard page. I never heard me about that. All right, it's cool. All right. So, Mr. Vaughn, since we're done with the interview portion of this podcast, now it's on to the last part. I call it the Hot Five Questions. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Mr. Vaughn, are you ready? 
Yep, ready as never gonna be. All right, let's get into it. So, first question is: Do you prefer New Orleans or Houston? Job wise, oh man, Houston. Come, come on, man. A... I, don't need, I don't need all that. I need overall answer. No love, Houston. Ace time. <laughs> no love, Ace time. Oh man, I'm always gonna be home. You know. Okay. So no Alright. Next one. Linux or Windows? Linux. Hey <laughs> <laughs> <I hate> Windows. <laughs> no control. No control. I got you. So next question. Would you prefer to drink a daiquiri or a your choice of liquor on the rocks? Man, you know. I'm gonna yeah, have to go ahead. I know it's gonna be a tough. I'm gonna have to go ahead and just go with the. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. I'm gonna have to go on the rocks. Uh, I figure. I understand. I got you. Cause some of them bags can be watered down. They got the cheap stuff in it. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next question. Would you prefer gaming hitting the Xbox or the PS4? Or hitting the gym. Oh man, gym man. I I still play ball, man. I uh I still do that until I can't do it no more. <laughs> I like playing ball, man. Uh, good workout, good sweat, competitive. Alright, alright, bet, bet. Uh last high five question. Would you prefer a shrimp or catfish pool boy? How about mixed? Mixed, ah, you gotta do one another, brother. You gotta do one another. Oh, come on, you need a day off of that, man. You know that. <laughs> I'm gonna go catfish. Catfish, catfish. All right, all right, all right. That's what's up. Thank you, Mr. Vaughns, for your time. Podcast, appreciate you. No problem. Do, um, let the people know where they hit you up on your YouTube channel, your Twitter feeds, and social media outlets. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, all that's on Earth. Um, also, I wanted to add, whenever you decide to do that podcast on uh, the biochip, mm-hmm. like, let me know. Okay. I'll let bring you know. back as a, I'll put you on the biochip tech panel. You know what I'm saying? I got you. That's great. I got you. I got you. I got you. Before I let you go, I do have a question for you. I got one more question for you, but it's not part of the hot five. All right. Gaming. PS4 or Xbox? Xbox. Sorry. Xbox. Xbox. <laughs> Sorry. Xbox. Uh, so, Xbox. You don't. You, that's right. You don't. You don't do the uh, game on PCs, right? I've tried a couple. I have Steam downloaded. But it's hard because of the social platform on Xbox. It's just everyone's there. Right. Yeah. Hey, uh, Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. Yeah. It, it, it is simplified on Xbox. I agree. All right, Mr. Vaughn. Thank you for your time. Thank um, you. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Appreciate yeah, it. It was a good podcast interview. Hopefully, we have, we'll have you back soon for that bio trip interview. You know what I'm saying? Because all eyes is on us. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So everybody, thank y'all for listening. 
Make sure y'all subscribe, Lane Up Tech Podcast. Until the next time, we out. All right. Peace. Thank you all for listening for the latest Layup Tech Podcast, giving you what you need in weekly tech news. If you have any questions or comments, please hit us up on Facebook at Layup Tech as well as Twitter and Instagram. You can also access our website at LayupTech.com. See you all next time. Have a great weekend. Enjoy. We out.